Okay, Bokar Tov, everybody. So we're beginning the 14th parak of Mesilat Yisharim, the Chalkeha Prishu, the different parts of Prishu we've discussed so far, the Midah Prishu, and how important it is, and how a person has to stay away from things that are permitted to oneself um, to avoid Avera. So now Ramchal is going to break down Prishu into three different areas, three different uh, spaces, so to speak, that we need to be involved in Prishu. So Ramchal says, Chalkeha Prishu, Harashim, Shlosha, there are three main categories of prishut. There's prishut, there is separating ourselves from hanaot, from pleasures. Prishut badinim, separating ourselves when it comes to law, which I'm going to explain that means being strict in certain circumstances, even when things are permitted to oneself. And prishut baminhagim, and separating oneself when it comes uh, socially which we'll see Ramchal is going to explain later on what exactly Prishut Ba Min Hagim refers to. So Ramchal is going to explain each one one by one. So Prishut Ba Hanaot, who? So what is Prishut Ba Hanaot? What does it mean to separate oneself from the permitted things in this world? Mashi is Karnu Ba Parakakodem, what we mentioned in the previous chapter. Tahainu, meaning, The person takes from this world what he or she needs. The things that are excessive, things that are unnecessary, a person doesn't take from this world. Again, these things are not forbidden, but being poresh, separating oneself, reaching this higher level of piety and making sure that one stays far, far away from Avera means separating oneself from even the things that are permitted in this world, but only the things that are not necessary. Necessary things a person should not separate themselves from. So this involves anything that involves any enjoyment or pleasure for one of the senses. Which means when it comes to food, when it comes to relations, when it comes to clothing, when it comes to taking trips and walking and, and spending time with people and hanging out and socializing, things that you listen to, it could be listening to music, listening to stories, other types of uh, in pleasurable listening, and any uh, thing that is similar to these things. There are certain days that oneg, that pleasure is a mitzvah, so on those days, Prishu doesn't apply, like Shabbat, like Yom Tov. However, otherwise, on all the other days, so then one should be involved in Prishu. Okay, that's, that was category number one, which we discussed at great length in the previous parak. Number two, HaPrishu Badinim. So what about separating oneself when it comes to Halakha? Who? Again, this is a very high level and not everybody is expected and may not even be appropriate to follow this at all times. But what does it mean to be prishut when it comes to dinim? To always be looking for the trying to fulfill all the opinions, to be strict in, in all matters. If there's a dis- dispute, a debate about, about a certain halachic issue, and there's an individual opinion that everybody else disagrees with, but this individual opinion still thinks, let's say, the, the, the certain uh, situation is forbidden. So if he has a, a good reason, his reasoning seems to make sense, so then to be concerned for that opinion, to be machmir, to be strict for that opinion. Even though the halakha does not follow that singular opinion. The condition is, as long as the strict following the strict law doesn't become a leniency. Sometimes we could end up being lenient in other areas of halakha. We could be lenient in, uh, in our relationships with other people. We could be lenient with kibbutz Other types of things, if you want to follow a strict 
singular opinion. Let's say somebody wants to be very strict and follow a, a opinion that's be, that the halakha does not follow that opinion, and he doesn't want to eat certain foods, and because of this, he won't be able to, uh, let's say, uh, properly honor his parents by eating at his parents' house, etc. So that, that would be a situation where being strict ends up being a leniency because you're being lenient on something else. So that's part of being machmir, being strict when it comes to halakha. Also, when it comes to matters of doubt, even when the doubt is resolved, or the, the halakha says that we can be lenient in this type of situation of doubt, nevertheless, if a person acts with priesthood, he separates himself. Rabbis explain what the statement of Yechaskel my soul was not made impure. What does that mean? So Yechaskel says that even if the, there was a question about the meat, they had to take it to the rabbi to ask him whether it was permitted or whether it was forbidden, so then he would avoid eating it, even though the, the rabbi said it's okay, and it's okay, but he would avoid eating it. And I didn't eat from the meat of couscous, not referring to the grain that we eat, but rather bisar couscous refers to uh, animal that they were concerned was going to die soon. So he said, couscous, which means shechot, shechot, quickly go slaughter this animal. So the animal is kosher, right? But because it was so similar to a, a nevela, or a, perhaps there was some doubt whether or not the animal became a nevela, meaning it was unfit for shechita because it was had a problem that it was going to die uh, from, or it was about to die, etc. So therefore he would be strict and he would not eat from that type of meat. All these cases are certainly permitted according to the halakha. But he was strict for himself. I already mentioned above. The fact that it's permitted to everybody, that's no proof. That's no proof for those who want to be poor, who want to be separate themselves. They should separate themselves from those things that are forbidden, no things that are similar, things that are distasteful. They should separate themselves from and everything that, everything that is similar to that. Also said, I am considered to be like vinegar, the son of wine, when it comes to my father. Meaning, he was saying that he wasn't as good as his father. About what? In what way? When, when my father would eat meat right now, he would wait 24 hours. He would not need to eat cheese until tomorrow at this time. I wouldn't eat in the same meal, but I would eat in the next meal, which is a source for the common custom to wait six hours because meals are approximately six hours away from each other. So therefore he says that I'm not as good as my father. My father would wait 24 hours after meat before he would have milk. I only wait from one, one meal to the next. Certainly the halakha doesn't follow the 24-hour requirement of his father. Because if, if he did require that, Marukva himself would have followed that opinion. Rather, his father was being strict when it comes to his separation. Therefore, he called himself vinegar, the son of wine. So he didn't accomplish the level of prishut of his father. When his father waited 24 hours after eating meat before eating milk, it doesn't mean that was the halakha. It doesn't mean that that's what he was required to do. But 
as a matter of prishut, of separating himself when it comes to halakha, of being extra strict upon himself, so he reached this higher level. Again, when it comes to following strictures, a person has to be careful, a person should consult with his rabbi to figure out what strictures are appropriate for him, what strictures are not appropriate for him or her, to make sure that one is not uh, reaching this, entering this, this dangerous realm of a chumrah, which can become a kula, a stricture that can become a leniency. But as a general idea, when a person wants to be involved in prishut, it also involves being extra careful in halakha, even in things that are permitted to oneself. Okay, have a wonderful day, everybody. Kotov.